Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. The opinion line on Cork's 96 FM. If you are not a fan of negotiating, then why not? <laughs> Joining me now is coaching psychologist Aoife Donovan Lee. Aoife, I think women in particular are not fans of negotiating. Why is that? Yeah, Fiona, hiya, and thanks for having me on this morning. You're very welcome. Um, there, are, there are a couple of, uh, of key themes that come through from the research as to why women avoid negotiating. Um, and the first comes down to confidence, um, that they don't believe that their, their strengths are at the level that they should be at in terms of opening up a negotiation or having that type of conversation. Um, and then the second theme falls under perception. So uh, gender bias tells us that um, we all hold an unconscious bias towards men and towards women in terms of what's appropriate and inappropriate behaviour. And so women fear the backlash of how they'll be seen if they are to initiate a negotiation. So they might be seen as pushy mm. um, or assertive or overly aggressive. Um, and that's not deemed as appropriate behaviour for a woman. Now, we don't all go around thinking, um, I, I, I don't believe that I, I appreciate aggressive behaviour or assertive behaviour in a woman. Yeah. It's an unconscious bias that we hold. And so women are, are in some way aware of this. And research tells us that uh, team members see um, women who initiate negotiations as pushy and unlikable and undesirable. <laughs> and do you think that some women, because they want to get ahead and that they um, feel that they need to be pushy um, to get ahead, and that's the reason why they come across like that, and they might not naturally be like that kind of a person, but they feel that they have to, to get ahead. Yeah, and that's not a natural, maybe that's not naturally in them, um, but they feel like they need to demonstrate that, that characteristic um, and we understand from uh, gender bias and from that unconscious bias that we all hold um, that that's an undesirable trait. And so we want to be seen as liked um, women who are um, more are taken in as part of the team or who are more accepted as part of the team um, are demonstrate more likable uh, qualities. And we're all aware of that. So that can put women off from negotiation. But we can we can negotiate, of course, without being yeah. aggressive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, there are three unique challenges to women um, when it comes to, to negotiating and there are ways to overcome each of these challenges. Um, the first one being that uh, we need to balance warmth with assertiveness. Um, and this is a, a unique challenge to women. Men face their own challenges. Um, but a unique challenge to women is that 
we need to be seen as self-advocating, like we need to self-advocate for ourselves. But we also need to be seen as um, demonstrating communality. So we need to be seen as advocating for the team as well. And mm. um, so a way that women can can overcome this in a negotiation and to balance that out um, is to make sure that we're demonstrating empathy to the other's needs, so to the counterpart's needs. So making sure that we're acknowledging um, that we're aware of their needs and we understand them. But also then, say, for example, if a woman is going for um, looking for a raise um, in her job, then to make sure that she is um, not just going going at the negotiation from the place of her own want, um, but, but outlining how her contributions to the team justify um, this, this raise. So there are a few things that we need to, to look at. Um, also in managing our um, difficult emotions during a negotiation is a really important point for women. Men, um, they will have to worry about different types of emotions, but for women um, in the lead up to a negotiation, we can feel anxious and fear. Um, the way to overcome that is really through the planning of it. Um, so what women can do is think about the, the negotiation from a defensive, pessimistic kind of a perspective, like think about all the things that could go wrong in the negotiation. So think about from the counterpart's perspective and um, what might they come back at with them um, to, to sort of rebut their, their ask um, and then think about their, their evidence for, um, for arguing against that. Um, and then in terms of the negotiation itself, um, the types of emotions that women can experience are anger, frustration and fear. Um, so as a means of, of mitigating that, think about um, in, in relation to negotiation, what kinds of triggers um, are there for you? Like what triggers you in terms of evoking that kind of an emotional response in you like anger or frustration? Um, and make a note of those and think about how, is it, how can you better respond in the negotiation if you do come up against some kind of a response that will um, evoke anger or fear or hurt in you. And then just plan for that um, ahead of the negotiation. And then finally, the third point um, is managing or overcoming interpersonal resistance. So women come up against more resistance than men in negotiation. And resistance could be like a manager um, missing the scheduled negotiation appointment um, or maybe coming up against some other kind of resistance within the negotiation, um, like a shocked, a shocked um, reaction to the ask. And so these are all different forms of resistance that women can come up against in a negotiation. Um, so the advice for women is to think about um, how you'll react to that. So uh, think about asking why or why not more often in negotiation when you do come up against that resistance or if it's an outright no, don't take that as the, the end of the show. Um, go take the, take the time to debrief. Think about what went well in the negotiation in terms of your strengths. What might you do differently? And don't take that as an outright no. Maybe look at your ask and, and try and reshape the ask based on your counterpart's needs and go back again with a revised proposal. So there are the three different unique challenges that women face and hopefully some... Um, practical applications for women within that.
Yeah, that's great, Aoife. Thank you very much. And do you think, um, in your experience as a coaching psychologist, Aoife, have you yeah. um, had women say to you that they haven't pushed themselves forward for a promotion because they're they don't want to negotiate, and you know they have to negotiate in order to get to the top? So it's put they, you know even if it's their dream job, they don't go for it because they just don't want to have to negotiate. Yeah, I think it's it, it, there are a couple of things in it. They might not even come out and say that specifically. I, I fear negotiation, um, but it's it, it tends to come out in the form of I don't feel like I'm at the level that I need to be at. So there's the confidence there mm. and the confidence issues. Um, women tend to downplay their their strengths and their experience and their abilities, um, and and it comes back to as well how we should be seen um, or how we believe we should be seen as women that unconscious bias towards how women should act and behave. Um, whereas men, on the other hand, um, will inflate their experience. Mm. Um, and so they'll look at a, at a job um, spec for a, for a job, an upcoming job post, and they'll see maybe they can do 60% of it and they'll go for it. Whereas women <laughs> yeah. will say, oh, I can only do 90%. I'm not going to go for it. I can't do 100%. Yeah. And so that tends to stop women is the confidence in our in our abilities um, is what I've seen from my from my experience. Do you think um, it will? Ch- I know the tide is turning and we are seeing changes. Mm. But do you think as more and more women get to higher positions in companies that we will see um, that fear of negotiating or, you know the just the the lack of a, an interest in negotiating that 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 will change and that women will start to negotiate a lot more and feel more comfortable in doing so. I believe so. It, it does have to start with um, the the culture within the organisation, and um, that will only come from the the top uh, realization at the top of the organisation that things need to change. Um, so there are things that organizations can do um, to encourage women to, to negotiate, not only um, looking at hiring policies and who, who they're hiring in or the people that they're hiring in um, aligned with this, this core value of the organization that women should feel comfortable to speak up and to negotiate. And not only big negotiations, but even just small negotiations throughout the day that they feel comfortable in engaging in that. So it starts with the hiring. Mm. Um, but also in um, in organisations, what they can do um, is to introduce some kind of diversity and inclusion training. If they don't already have that in place, really strong diversity and inclusion uh, kind of courses can be implemented within the organisation to start to make others aware of the unconscious biases that they hold, not only in, in, in towards gender, um, but other biases that we all hold that we're not even aware of. So yes, it will come in time with more women um, breaking through the glass ceiling and, and being hired at the higher ranks, but there are also things that organisations can do right now um, to support their, their employees. Brilliant. Aoife Donovan-Lee, coaching psychologist. Uh, hopefully uh, your conversation today now will encourage more people to, or more women to go out there now and fight for what they want. Courts 96 FM. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 